Welcome to the Yacker Jack Podcast, episode two. So here we are, buddy. Friday. It's Friday. T. Kelsey. First round I have taken yeah. Travis Kelsey in the first round, and I got made fun of for it. Yeah. And everybody. By who? Everybody. Because <laughs> everybody else is stupid. Well, okay. A couple people said, oh, no, that's a good pick. And then, like, everybody else was like, well, you just ruined my entire draft. So that's why they were salty. Is because they wanted him, and you took. I don't think anyone was expecting him to go that early, so yeah, they were probably a little salty. Um, well, just for reference, so we got TKL, CMC, and Justin Jefferson went number two and number three. So, um, not that I don't know. Even honestly, dude, like I probably wouldn't have taken either of those dudes over Kelsey anyway. Um, right. Simply for the fact that I think if you look at like guaranteed or as close to guaranteed as it can get guaranteed production, I don't know anybody else in the first round that's as guaranteed as Travis Kelsey is as far as production goes. What is he projected to do? I don't know what he's projected to do, but his ADP was like six. So he wasn't really projected at the top, but um, but he's still like pretty obviously six is still pretty high Um, so Fantasy Pros has Travis Kelsey at seven overall Um, average six six point five so yeah right at pick six pick seven for Travis Kelsey Um, but like I said, I think that you look at the at Justin Jefferson, CMC, like these guys aren't as safe, I don't think, when it comes to production. So I'm okay with the Travis Kelsey pick, even though I knew I was gonna pick him because you told me so, I had to. So how do you how do y'all do your points? Because I'm looking at fantasy pros and looking at his points and it's So it's PPR, first of all. It's, it's sporadic. Um it's PPR. And uh, so it's 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 0.1 per receiving yard, 0.1 per rushing yard. So every 10 yards is a point. Um, six for a TD catch. Um, I don't know what else what else point was. So this is similar. This will be similar because it's like the the Vegas game at home. He had his high well the second highest points total last year for fantasy pros four touchdowns at 25 yards 26 and a half points so that'd be that'd be this, that'd be y'all's scoring system though right essentially um six times i mean 24 points for the touchdowns and then 25 yards would be so i'm gonna pull up the espn i'm gonna pull up the espn stat and see if they if there's are are the same um what did you say he had? 20? 20... 26.5. That was his highest game? Four touchdowns, 20. It was his second highest game. His highest game was 29 and a half. He had three tutties, 115 yards in week 11. Uh, 
so okay so for reference his does it show his last year okay so 2022 full season 110 receptions on 152 targets 1300 yards 12.2 yards per reception 52 yard longest and 12 touchdowns his projected for 2023 is a hair off of that 1200 yards so he's projected at 100 less receiving yards five less receptions and two less touchdowns or i guess fewer not less but um two fewer touchdowns so fantasy pros projection is 181.6 points for mm-hmm. the season yeah, so just out of curiosity um i'm gonna look at what they've they largely they have him underperforming from like well taking a step long. back at least right i mean that's still that would still be, that would still be number one for tight ends like those stats would still be number one right. for tight ends so <laughs> i mean but you know the, the the other thing you have to that you have to think about too is how valuable the position is right so because right. i was having this conversation um with my dad is that they're you know at wide receiver and at running back you have okay you have mccaffrey and you have justin jefferson but the fact is is the drop off from number one to number two is not crazy the drop off from number right. one to number two like the drop off from number one to number two in tight ends is as large as the drop off between number two and everybody else. Um, Cause obviously Mark Andrews is the second most valuable tight end. Um, and if you look at Travis Kelsey, he's so far ahead of Mark Andrews and Mark Andrews is so far ahead of everyone else. Like the position is just, there's two guys like right. there's two guys in the league that are, what you would even consider valuable, right? Um, so essentially, it's not even so much as taking Travis Kelsey is going to score all these points or whatever, but I've essentially locked down the tight end position. No one's going to beat me with their tight ends. Right. you know. So as long as I can shore up everything else, <clears throat> tight end's not going to beat me. Now, that being said, my running backs are Najee Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, Alexander Madison, and Elijah Mitchell. Now, I know Elijah Mitchell is backing up Christian McCaffrey, but, okay, McCaffrey's hurt every year. It never fails. The dude is hurt every year. (laughs) Elijah Mitchell is going to play. Like, I don't know when, I don't know what week, I don't know how long, but he's going to play. And he's my – I drafted him – he was my fourth running back I drafted, so it's not like I'm, you know – it's not like I gave up on anybody else for him. Um, Madison. So Harris was Najee was your first one? Yeah. Madison is the only, well, supposedly the only reliable back in Minnesota now that Dalvin Cook's gone. 
Um, Najee's the guy in Pittsburgh. And as far as I can tell, Ramondre Stevenson's the guy in New England. So, I mean, it's hopefully my running back group. His, I mean, his projections are solid. Which one? Ramondre Stevenson? Stevenson, yeah. So, looking at his projections, sitting at 172 on the season for projected. Um, for reference, McCaffrey's mm-hmm. projected as 233. So, 60 points difference. I mean, if 60 points over, call it, well, see, that's not even a good comparison, though, because you actually have to, because of the pick look, pick uh, spot, you really have to compare them to Kelsey and Madison or and Stevenson at the same time. So Kelsey's projected 181, Stevenson's projected 172. I mean, for my first pick and my second running back, I mean, that's not a bad position to be in. Um, see, the guy who got McCaffrey. His next two picks were Jalen Waddle and Joe Burrow. So, um, the guy who got Justin Jefferson, his next two picks were Jalen Hurts and DK Metcalf. So, both these guys took QBs early. So, Mahomes went pick 12, by the way. Mahomes went first round. There was no getting, there was no getting around that. That was, that was almost certainly going to happen regardless. Um, and then what is his, what is he projected to be? Hertz and Allen went second round and then third round. See, this is what's goofy to me because usually I wait until round five or six, take a, a quarterback, which is what I had to do this time because round three, round three is Burrow, Jackson, Herbert, and Dak Prescott all in round three. Dak Prescott went in round three. Yes. Did anybody take Deshaun? Watson? Yes. When he went uh, <clears throat> round six. So I read today that they're scrimmaging. Who are they scrimmaging against? Oh shit! They were scrimmaging against somebody. Let me. I'm about to find it. But while I'm trying to find it. Um, he threw three picks during the scrimmage game. Let's see if I can locate. For reference, he was the tenth quarterback taken. Okay. In my league, and he went in round three. No, sorry. What did I say? Round six. He went in round six. And there's 16 rounds total. So they were scrimmaging the Eagles. Well, I mean, I can imagine how that went. The Eagles have are supposed to have like the third or fourth best defense in the league. Yeah. Behind... The Niners for sure. I think the Niners have the first. The, they're they're projected to have the best defense. I don't remember who. Uh, maybe but Buffalo. The consensus, the consensus at the scrimmage over a couple of days was that Watson is still doing what he has always done in the past, which is 
show you where he's going to throw it before he throws it. Right. Staring guys down. He doesn't his uh yeah, he doesn't have good check downs and good second. So options. my last pick, we only drafted through twelve. We'll pick up everybody else through uh waiver um for the last four spots. But with um so my last pick, I went with the rookie uh Dalton Kincaid. Um to back up Kelsey. <laughs> um or even play if he goes off. I mean, we have the flex spot. So, <clears throat> I mean. You got to have a quarterback. Yeah, right. And the thing is, is he is he is, he is is Dawson Knox's replacement as far as a as a receiving tight end. Dawson Knox will, will be a hell of a blocker. But Dalton Kincaid is the receiving tight end in Buffalo now. So, hopefully, right. points-wise, that, that – fleshes out that way so running backs i went through so i ended up having to get trevor lawrence because all these quarterbacks went super early um yeah i saw you i saw you guys. we were talking about that yeah. too we talked about that well for week. reference best available quarterback when i picked up trevor lawrence the best available left was justin fields deshaun watson Tua, rogers um Daniel Jones, like that was the level of quarterback that I was at. Like I said, I think, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott all went in the third round. So at, at the point where I get where I'm getting to where I'm drafting a quarterback, Trevor Lawrence is 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 I mean he's 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 the best available easily. Um and I think it'll work out. I mean Trevor Lawrence ain't bad. I think I think if Tua can stay if Tua can have a full season though, I think he would have been your I know he won't because he. This might be his last year playing right. football. If he gets one concussion, he like there's no like they should. Oh, if he out. if he get if he is diagnosed himself. with a concussion, the kid should not play ball anymore. They, he should never suit up in the NFL again. And I I hate that because I know that's yeah. what he wants to do. But the fact is, like, dude, you are at this point. You gotta have a quality of life after a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like at, at a and he's already gonna have he's already gonna be ten times a fucked up and. 15 years anyway. Right. Well, and I mean, the thing is, is, I mean, dude, maybe this is a weird way to look at it, but like you made it, you know what I mean? Right. Like you, you made it. And you weren't, you weren't like complete ass. Either. Right. Like you were, you're, you're good. Right. If you can not hit your head frequently. So his, his, his cap hit this year, is 9.6 million. Like you you it sounds stupid maybe, but like you made your money, right? You 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 mm-hmm. were you were the best quarterback in the NFL before you got hurt. Right? Like you yeah, I don't know, dude. You made it. Like, there's no reason to. There's no reason to screw up the rest of your life over over this game. You know, it's the way I feel. I know. I do have a couple questions about your. Uh, go ahead. I got one question about your draft, okay. and then I've got a question. I don't know who's number two in the picture you yeah. sent me. I don't know who's in the second column. Yeah. But I have a question about okay. that. Here, hold Juju on. Before Smith here, let me just screen share because I've got it pulled up, so you can just 
you can uh, you can just see what I'm dealing with here. So if if I need to scroll over, I can. Um, yeah, you're good. Juju. Yeah, that's interesting. For I found that interesting My, when I picked Juju. Explain that one. When and why? Okay, so I picked him in round eight, right? So at this point, I had three running backs. We have a maximum of four, okay? I had two receivers. We have a maximum of five. So I needed a receiver for sure, like 100% needed a receiver. At that point in time... I was hoping, and it didn't work out, as you can see, I was hoping these two guys, Gabe Davis and uh, Brandon Cooks, were going to make it to this pick. So this is the back end of the snake, right? So it's coming this way. So right before I pick Juju, Brandon Cooks goes six picks before I pick him. Gabe Davis goes three picks before I pick him. And Mike Evans goes the the, the next pick. Right before. Um the previous round, if you look, OBJ, Marquise Brown, Tyler Lockett, Michael Pittman Jr., Drake London, Christian Watson, Deontay Johnson, Christian Kirk, and Jordan Addison. That's the level of dudes that are getting taken at that point. So right. to be to be frank, I mean, Juju was about what was left as far as that echelon, that tier of receiver. It was about what was left because as you – like. If you're looking at it, I I had the the wraparound right there, so I picked Juju and right. uh, Kadarius Tony at the same time because I really needed I really needed receivers. I only had two receivers. We're in round nine, round eight and nine at that point. I've only got two receivers, so it's a PPR league. Like I need guys right. to catch the ball. So my my second question is: I know you caught shit for Travis Kelsey number yeah, one for sure. But even in round 10, Sky Moore, why not Valdez Scantling if you're going to get I think he was gone. I mean, just, I'm just saying he was gone. Chiefs. Was he, is he gone? I think he was gone. Let I me didn't... look. Um, well, I don't know. I, I don't, didn't see his name. But I don't see him, him, actually. Um. Yeah, no, I don't see him. Unless you're assuming, unless that guy's assuming that he's going to be some sort of returner, which he wasn't at all last year except for that one game where he, like, I don't you know, know that he's expecting him to game. return, but I bet, if I had to guess, I would bet he's relying on that dude. Okay, so look at, so that's the other thing you got to look at too. Like, if you look at his picks, that was his fifth receiver. That's his last guy. So he's not even expecting the guy he picks right there to play really um he's a he's a bi-week fill bi-week filling or depending on how because you start two, but the but you have the flex spot so depending on how your bench guys mm-hmm. start you know play you, you can mix and match in that flex spot so sky Moore, i mean i'm not saying this is what's going to happen or whatever but he might be relying on him for some kind of jet sweep type stuff, you know, to get some rushing yards in there. Like, I think he's expecting his usage 
to be higher than Valdez Scantling. Not necessarily that he's a better receiver or that specifically at that position that he's he's higher rated or whatever, but I think his usage is going to be higher um, because of his speed, because of his ability. You know, he's, they're going to have a few more. I don't really want to word it this way, but they're going to have a few more tricks with Sky Moore, you know, that they right. can throw in and, and kind of do some goofy stuff. Um, here's a better question. I don't know if you noticed this. Adam Thielen in round 10. At 11? The only kicker taken? Actually, no, 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 no. Harrison Butker was not. Justin Tucker was the first kicker taken here. Um, That is every year. Uh, Justin Tucker goes to pretty much the same guy every year. Big time Ravens guy. Um, And Justin Tucker's the best kicker. Where the Sharks is? Do what? Where the Sharks is has the best quarterback duo in this league. So far. So far. But when I pick up Jimmy G. <laughs> hey, which was which I told you to well, do. Well, I gotta get him off the waivers because we didn't draft long. We didn't draft enough rounds. I was literally my so I was supposed to wrap around right here. The Dalton Kincaid pick was the last pick. It was supposed yeah. to wrap around for round 13, and I was gonna pick Kincaid. And Jimmy G, and then on my um, y'all just run out of time or what? Nah, sometimes sometimes we call it early. Like sometimes I mean, you know, guys have stuff to do tomorrow or whatever. So sometimes we call it early. But um, but if I had gotten to round thirteen, I was picking Jimmy G on the wraparound, and then my fourteen and fifteen would have been uh, my defense, and my kicker. And I don't really, I mean, I stream defenses and stream kickers anyway, so I wouldn't have really. I don't care who I pick at that at that spot. So, um, but yeah, Jimmy G was the last right. I want to see who's on the other real side. pickup that I wanted. So, see. who? Which team is your dad's? Who's your dad's this team? One. The Mudslingers. The Mudslingers. Yeah. yeah, and he's got a pretty salty team. I think. Uh, I don't. I don't hate. I him. mean, I think Daniel Jones is. De- I mean, he's decent. I think Justin Fields is. I think he's 100% hitter. He's either going to be real damn good or nothing. Right. No, yeah, 100%. But see, Daniel Jones, that's what he is. He's not a great – he's not like a, oh, just score, you know, 25 points a week. But he's a safe – he's a safe pick. He's going to play. I mean, he's he's going to play. So – and he's got – I mean – Aaron Rodgers is going to blow up. I mean, in all likelihood. In all likelihood. Um, and look how long he waited. This dude – yeah, hadn't taken a tight end. He hadn't taken a QB. He didn't get. He didn't get a QB until what is that round? So it's a number down. So nine. he got a QB in round nine. Got a second QB in round eleven. Got yeah, his tight end in round twelve. Like all receivers and running backs up to that point. And he loaded up too. I think. I mean, yeah, Vontae Adams. He did. Uh, T. Higgins, Keenan Allen, Christian Watson, KJ Osborne. I don't know about KJ. Um, and then running backs. I think T. Higgins. I think this is a T. Higgins year because I think everybody's going to be all over uh, Jamar. Uh, Jamar Chase. Yeah. Well, you're. I mean, but you say that about T. Higgins, but what about T. Higgins is a bigger. But what about Tyler Boyd? Because Tyler Boyd has a chance to has a chance to do some nice things too, and he didn't go until round twelve. 
So it just it blows my mind that somebody took Sky Moore. Like I don't, I just, I flat out don't. Well, understand you got to understand too. <clears throat> even if we, even if they didn't take him there, somebody was going to take him because it's a twelve, it's a twelve, twelve team league with sixteen roster spots. Like at a certain, yeah, a lot of people. At a, cer- at a certain point, like your your depth is, I mean, everybody's going to have third string receivers on their team because the, the the league is just too deep. There's too many teams. There's too many roster spots. Like you, and I don't mean too many as in like we should have less. I mean just by nature of having that much stuff, um, we're gonna we're you're gonna have guys that you're gonna have guys i mean we're gonna have guys on our teams that don't play you know um mm-hmm. especially at running back like at running back like zach charbonnet like i'm not saying he's not gonna play but or this situation this is what's so funny to me so if you look at i don't know who else got the other guy but the miami running back situation is hilarious to me so raheem moster Jeff Wilson Jr. and who's the rookie that they got? Um, Give me line. Uh, I know he got drafted. I can't remember. Uh, so, Dolphins running back Raheem Moser, Jeff Wilson Jr. Oh, Devon A. Chain, um, the rookie out of A uh, and M. So, all three of those guys got taken. By three different teams. That's interesting. But that's the thing, right? I mean, that's that's just because of how deep the league is. Like you got, you're talking about down here in round eleven. Kenneth Gainwell in Philly is going right there. I mean, that's he's Philly's. I don't know if he's technically second or third, but he's not starting. <laughs> so, you know right. what I mean? Uh, I mean, okay, um, Pacheco got taken here. But Edward Zilaire, they so he he doesn't play, man. Edward Zilaire got taken somewhere. I don't remember where he got, but I know that he got drafted. I mean, I like I get your I get the argument of depth, but I don't see a point of taking. Oh, I guess he didn't actually. Flat out doesn't see the field. I guess he didn't. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Okay. But okay, here you go. Tank Bigsby in Jacksonville. Okay, Travis Etienne is where is he at? Where the fuck did Etienne go? Oh, third round. So Travis Etienne went third round. You're still you're drafting Tank Bigsby in the tenth round. I mean, that's it's just a deep league. I mean, that's all there is to it. Like these guys that's a that's a big ass. Yeah, these guys are gonna. I mean, these guys are gonna be on teams even if they're not playing, um, just because you have to have somebody to fill that roster spot. And I mean, the other thing about it too is you're essentially at this point with this many guys, you're essentially, you're essentially just hoping that guys. Well, not hoping. That's not a good. That's not a good word. But you're expecting guys to get hurt. You're you're really just drafting backups, expecting guys to get hurt. Because, I mean, like, A.J. Dillon, like, I know A.J. Dillon's supposed to be decent, but, like, if Aaron Jones don't play, A.J. Dillon's a guy, man, you know? Right. Um, same same reason I took Eli Mitchell. If McCaffrey goes down, which he certainly will at some point, Eli Mitchell's a freaking starter 
for a playoff team. Is anybody, did anybody take Brock Purdy? I didn't nah, see him has, on the list. Nah, he didn't go. He didn't go. Um, the last quarterback taken was Matt Stafford in the ele- or in the twelfth round. Matt Stafford went. Um, you may think about, uh, and I, I, I get I'm rescinding here, but are you pull you pulling out on Jimmy G? You bro? May think about. You, I'm, you, it's worth a thought. Who else is available? I don't even look. It's worth a Who thought. Who else is available? Um, let's see. So, as of right now, taken, 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 taken. So, Geno's still available. Anthony Richardson's still available. Jared Goff, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, Jordan Love, Kenny Pickett, Brock Purdy, Bryce Young, Kyler Murray. Uh, There's a lot of good quarterbacks in there. Ryan Tannehill, Sam Howell, Jimmy G, CJ Stroud, Mac Jones, Desmond Ritter, and Baker Mayfield are the last ones available. I don't know why everyone's hating on Baker. Everyone's everyone's shit talking. Okay, you know, look, here's the thing. You know, you know me well enough to know. You know, I don't like Oklahoma. You know, I don't even like Baker Mayfield as a person. But shit bag thirty two. On the QB list, thirty-two. I don't. I don't have a problem with that. You think? Okay, some of these guys have never played a snap of NFL football. I understand that Anthony Richardson, Anthony Richardson, Desmond Ritter, like. See, okay, CJ Stroud in Houston. Sam Howell in Washington, Bryce Young in Carolina. Bryce Young is 24. I think Baker Mayfield is, what is that, eight spots lower than Bryce Young? You've never seen the kid play? Andy's tiny? <clears throat> Kyler Murray? I, I understand. I get your argument. I get your argument. However, okay, I just I, I'm gonna look. I don't have a okay. I don't I don't have a problem with the 32 ranking for Baker Mayfield. Okay, Sam Howell has started one game in the NFL. Um, 11 of 19 for 169 yards, one touchdown, one pick, won the game. So there's that, right? Projected, and they've already announced he's starting QB. It's his ball. No, I understand that. I understand that. I'm just saying. So his projections, he's projected. I don't. I don't. I mean, okay. I mean, I guess I can get his projection is three thousand yards, seventeen TDs, twelve point five interceptions, which is outrageous. Like that's (laughs) that's. That's a lot of, That's a lot of picks. picks for 17 touchdowns. That's a lot of picks. Projected at 207 points on the season. Okay. Baker, and I'm not, I haven't looked at it yet. Let me get to it and I'll pull it up just to see what he's projected. So obviously he's going to be lower because they have him 32. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, 
He's going to start, I know. So, his projection... See, I just don't know that I agree with it. Also 3,000 yards, or four yards shy of 3,000. Uh, 15.9 TDs, 11.5 interceptions, also high, but 187 points. So he's projected 20 points less on, on the season than Sam Howe. How? Legitimately how? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what they go by, but... He's 28. He has the 14th overall strength of schedule for a uh, quarterback, one being the easiest, 32 being the most difficult. Sam Howell has 30, this 32nd most, the 32nd strength of schedule. It is the, he, Sam Howell has the toughest strength of schedule for a quarterback in the NFL this year. And I just, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Again, not a Baker Mayfield guy. You know this. Not trying to vouch for the guy or anything. But you're telling me that he is the worst quarterback in the NFL? I don't buy it. I do not buy it. I don't buy it. He's definitely bottom four. Definitely bottom four. I don't even know if that's true. I... Do you want do you want to put do you want to put something on it? What are, I mean, Bucky Nuggies? Like what are we? Talking, no, I'm just saying what whatever. Do you want to do you want to at the end of the season, Baker Mayfield won't be bottom four? I'm in on that. Baker Mayfield will be bottom more the bottom. Okay, let me add it to my. Let me add it to the list of shit you're going to be wrong about. Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's. Yes. I mean. Let me pull this up. Just you already picked the freaking Broncos for some reason. I did, and I'm regretting that. Yeah, you should, <laughs> dude. I told you when you did it, <laughs> it was it, that it was done. And I picked the Jets, and the Jets right now are looking like freaking. They're gonna be. They're gonna be salty. They may not. They may. Yeah, they are. They may not do anything once they get to the postseason, but I would. I would almost put money on them to make it for sure. Um. When you get done typing your bullshit, we need to have a serious conversation about your second quarterback. Okay, hold on. So I'm I'm putting Baker not in the top four. And you're putting it or in the bottom four. And you're putting him in the bottom four. Yeah. Uh we we're 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 basing this off of fantasy points, right? Like that's what that's the metric we're using. I'm I'm using just overall statistics. He's gonna be in the bottom overall four. Overall statistics. How the fuck are you gonna judge overall statistics? Well, I mean your passing yards, your passing. Yeah, so your, fantasy. I mean points. You can, let's do fantasy. Yeah. yeah, we can do that's okay. fine. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Um don't yell at me. I'm not yelling, yelling at you. Um, all right, let's have this discussion about my backup since you want to change your I was drafting who you told me to draft and now you want to change your I know, but I'm but I didn't know what was available. <laughs> and there's some good shit available. You know who I'm looking at on here and I actually really I actually think even I have to go down the list a little bit to get to him, but you know who actually on here I think 
I'd like to have is Ryan Tannehill. Let's hear it. Because of D-Hop? I think if you – Because Burks is out, isn't he? For like a week. He's not out very long. I just I just read the article on Burt's today. He's not out very long. I didn't feel like he was super reliable last year though. Like he had some big plays, but I don't think overall he finished he top like... twelve in twenty twenty and twenty one. Uh, seven seven rushing touchdowns in both of those seasons. Um, he is thirty five. Had two rushing touchdowns last year. Um, yeah, I mean. I mean, Hopkins has got to has got to increase his value, right? He's got to. Um, but if he's, I mean, I mean, honestly, what Burks do? What did Burks do last, last year? year? Oh, probably nothing. Yeah, he was look, hurt look, look, for half the season. That's that's my concern about him this year is getting hurt again and again. Okay, and okay, again. okay, okay. But if that's what we're doing, so if you if D hops your if D hops your only okay. receiver, well, out let's there, look because I don't. I don't, well, okay, let's be honest. Derrick Henry is essentially a receiver as well. Uh, Derrick Henry's a fucking linebacker. Yeah, he's also he's also going to catch some passes out of the backfield. So your your receivers, your your top three is DeAndre Hopkins, Traylon Burks, Kyle Phillips. I don't like it, but I mean, no. But Tannehill's an option. Okay. Tannehill's an option. Um, looking at the list, and I just closed the list for some reason because I'm stupid. Um, so going back to the QB list, as far as available, I mean, so best available just based on their like their the uh, standings or whatever, or their ADP and 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 everything. Best available is Geno Smith. Uh, who's he played? Seattle. Your 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 next three after that that are available is Geno Smith, Anthony Richardson, Jared Goff. Actually, to be honest, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad about taking a shot on Anthony Richardson either. The fact is, you just have no idea. You have no clue. There's no way to know. There's no way to know which you know who's going to show up. Because Anthony Richardson could be freaking lights out. He could also show up to the stadium every day and do nothing. Um, I have my final my final opinion about this. Okay, give me your final opinion. <laughs> I reserve the right to be Jimmy G as originally. Jimmy G as originally stated. Okay, you were super week. high on him, so or, I don't know why you dropped down on him now. I'm not. 100%. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why you would because you were super high on him last week. Jimmy G or Derek Carr. Why? Derek Carr is... Derek... Okay. I don't know. I'm not picking Derek Carr. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. I'm not picking Derek Carr. Also, Jimmy G very well may get dropped on the waivers depending on how the first few weeks go. Because if the first few weeks go a certain way and there's a guy sitting on the waivers that's a serviceable backup, Kenny Pickett or Brock Purdy, um, 
or Mac yeah. Jones, one of these guys. If one of these guys is sitting on the waiver and they're a serviceable backup, Jimmy G's getting fucking benched. Or he's getting cut is what he's getting. Um, but I will pick him up to see how he does. Because I think you're right, honestly. The more I think about it, I think you're right. I think Jimmy G has a bounce back type season. I think he I think he he's not gonna go off. He's got some decent receivers. To he's throw not gonna to. light up the league or anything, but I think he has a serviceable season. You could fill him in on a bye week for sure. You could fill him in if if Trevor Lawrence gets hurt for a couple weeks. Yeah. Um hopefully. Hopefully. But like I said, the the, the league we only carry two quarterbacks, twelve teams. So at the right. at the end of the day, there's gonna be guys available, even if Jimmy G doesn't work out. There's right. gonna be guys available. So, um, a lot of these guys are are not super keen, especially when it comes to quarterbacks of taking rookies, uh, rookie QBs, and I'm not either. No. Like that's not a that's not, you know, that's not something that really anybody in this league is, is super super keen to do. Um, but if they come out the first few weeks and start lighting it up, some of these rookies will, they'll get picked up. Um, also when I pulled up my sheet here, I noticed that I have, um, I didn't write yours down. I've got my picks for, um, KU and U of A next season, but I didn't write yours down. Do you want to make those real quick again so I can come down and see again how wrong you are? Oh, like win loss? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? I feel like I did write that down. I did. Okay. So my prediction is uh, Arkansas at seven and five. Okay. Okay, you at six and six. Okay, so you're one win, one win down from Less mine on both of them. So that's not yep. okay. That'll be easy yep. to remember anyway. So, um, okay, cool. All right. Well, not a bad draft. Not no, bad. I'm not mad at the team. Um, I just, dude, especially like it. Obviously, every season, but it seems like this season more so. It, it's it's hard to. There's no clear number one, right? First of all, and right. second of all, it's hard to judge what some of these guys are going to do because there's been so much movement. I don't. I could be wrong. I feel like there's more movement from last season to this season than there normally is. I feel like there's more guys that are switching teams or getting traded or whatever than there normally is. And so, you know, you have all these guys going to new teams and you just have no idea what's going to happen. Um, and there's more parity. Well, yeah, there is that. But there's some level of unknown every year. But, like, it seems like this season is more so than, than, than normal. Um, that may just be... That may be completely false. That's just the way it feels. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. It it'll be a it'll be an interesting season. Um, so moving on. 
Indeed. Oh, do you so saying on the football thing, especially the NFL. So I forgot about it. I I couldn't remember. I mean, just forgot about it. I forgot and didn't realize that I forgot that Dwayne Haskins was no longer with us on this planet he, anymore. Yeah, I saw the thing about his <laughs> no. uh, estate. The settlement. Yeah. 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 Good. Good. Soon. For, good for them. Yeah. Good for them. I mean, I, I don't know because I'm ignorant to this. Obviously, I didn't remember that he wasn't here. Was there drugs in his talks? I don't know. Uh, to be fair, from what I remember, let me pull it up. But from what I remember, I don't think it would have mattered. Well, I mean, part of their part of the lawsuit is their negligence, quote unquote, by allowing patrons to use drugs and to drug other patrons. So, <clears throat> so just doing a quick read of this. Um, yes, he did test positive for ketamine and he had a BAC of 0.24. Um, Dear God. But I'm not gonna sit here and say that like that 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 this dude driving the truck is like like that it's just like straight up his fault because I don't think that's the case. And he's probably he's probably fucked up about the whole situation. But I also think that the way that a civil case like that is probably going to go, especially because it's a commercial vehicle. I just don't see, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they settled, didn't they? Wasn't that the whole thing? Wasn't that the, wasn't that the article? Yeah, it's, it's a settled. It, it didn't disclose what the settlement is. So they settled for something. They took some level of responsibility. Yeah, settled. I mean, right. You know, I just found that interesting. I, I didn't remember, obviously, didn't remember that he got hit, but oh, yeah, didn't remember the whole conversation about the uh, the drugs and being drugged and everything else. Yeah, um, do we want, I mean, do we want to touch on the Franco, Wander Franco thing real quick? Yeah, I think it's necessary. It's probably the biggest news of the of the weekend sports. So, I mean, and there's more that are they're coming I, out, and you knew that was yeah, going to happen, hundred percent. So, so I think my opinion on this is pretty is pretty simple. Uh, if 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 the if the minimum, if the very initial report that came out, like not including the other stuff that's coming out after the fact, if just the very initial report is true, right? I'm not saying it is. Seems like it, but I'm not saying it is. But if it is, you never played Major League Baseball again. You never play, you never you never put on a Major League uniform and you never step on a Major League field again. No. And you shouldn't. No. Like you absolutely should absolutely not, not, right? 
I mean, I feel like that's, I feel like, I don't know that, I don't think that's controversial in any way. I don't think there's anybody that would disagree with at that. At all. Um, again, not saying it's true, because I don't know. But if it is, yeah, you never, you never play baseball again. Personally, my opinion. No. I mean, this brings up, I don't know if you, I mean, I don't know if you remember the uh, Felipe Vasquez situation. Yeah. So, I mean. 13-year-old. So, I mean, you know, it's, mm-hmm. there's a, you know. He went to prison, so that's all I'm going to say. Felipe Vasquez went yeah. to prison. How much time did he get? Uh, Two to four, I think, is what he was actually sentenced to. I think that's yeah, what I, mean, I read. I mean, he'll he'll go back. He's going to go back home to the Dominican Republic. And yeah, well, that's true. It could be different there. I don't know. Um, I don't know how they handle things. Obviously, I'm not. I've never been to the DR, but it'll be a. <laughs> oh, how old is he? I'm just curious because he hadn't been in the league but a couple years. He's 22. He's 22, and he very well may never play in the league again. At one point, was the number one prospect in baseball, and what? I just I don't understand. I don't understand it. 22 years old. He's sitting on an 11 11-year, 11 $182 million contract. Cool. Um, you just lost everything. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I'm looking at now, though... Well, I'm, I'm not going to go into all that. It's just, there's a, I, there's a lot of stuff coming out about that whole situation that there's no way to know what's true and what's not. Um, yeah, it's 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 so it's fresh enough that it's the biggest news of the week, but it's also so fresh that you don't know what is. Yeah, I mean, I think I think all 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 that all that we can say is that, or all that I can say anyway is that if he did it, if it's legit, yeah, you're done. if he did it, you're done. You don't you don't you don't play anymore, ever. No, um, I do want to. Shout out your boy MJ. He may he, Melendez. He may, yeah, he may be one of the worst defensive players in baseball, but he's also batting three thirteen, uh, three fifty three fifty eight on base, five fifty four slug over the last thirty games with uh, six homers, thirteen ribbies, seven walks, and twenty six Ks and one hundred and twelve ABs. So he got burned. There's a video floating around on Twitter where he got. Flat out, I mean, I'm talking smoked in left field. I don't know if he lost the ball. I don't know if oh, you talking about saw the one off the bat? You talking about the one where he guns, he hoses <laughs> the dude down at first? No, 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 no. I'm talking about where he jumps for it. It's a line drive to left field. He jumps for it, obviously misses it. Runs the wall, gets it, throws it to Wit at short, who then Wit gunned to gun somebody out at home. But it was like, wait, is this the one? Is this like, the is this the one? I think I saw. Is this the one where 
it was very clearly an error, an error, a fielding error, and they and oh, they absolutely. ruled it a double. Absolutely. Is this the same? No, I think I think dude got a triple out of the out of the thing. Oh, okay, okay. I saw one. I don't remember who it was. Somebody. It was very clearly an error, and it should have been should have been counted as an error, but it was marked as a double. And it was like, I mean, it's not a <laughs> it's yeah. not a hit, bud, but. Go ahead and pad those stats a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, MJ, dude, no, I'm telling you, we we knew this. He's smashing. We knew this coming in, though. Not a great defender, you know. Um, but the bat. Is there other teams that do that? Like legit? To do what? Because I don't see it. Like, you don't see Mel- – Melendez is the backup, is the starting catcher when Perez – DHs or plays first base. But when he's not Freddie for mean catching, they throw him out in the damn outfield, which is like, is just wild to me. Uh, I think I could be wrong. I think let me pull up baseball reference, but I think hasn't Jonah Heim played in the outfield. I, I don't know. Um, I think he has, but you're not, you wouldn't have caught, uh, no, he just, no, he just DHs, he catch, catches and DHs, um, uh, I mean, you're going to find Wilson Contreras in the outfield. Oh, yeah, Wilson Contreras. I forgot about Okay, I should have known that one. Uh, they moved him to the outfield for like a week. <laughs> but MJ's on a reg. Well, that's fair. So You're not going to catch Yachty? You wouldn't have caught Yachty in the no. outfield. No. No, that is true. I feel like the Royals are like one of the only teams that if your catcher isn't playing, like Salvi at first. Now, granted, he's been, I mean, from the, the shit I've seen, pretty freaking solid over at first. But then, like, you're your second catcher. If he ain't catching, he's in left field or right field. Like, I just, it, like, it flat out blows my mind that they do that. Like, so I've got a list. Um, only four catchers recorded more than 50 innings at another uh, position in 2016. Okay. Uh, Contreras was one of them. Christian Bethencourt was one of them. Um, and mostly it's first base is when right. catchers play out of position. Apparently, most commonly, it's first base. So, left field, Wilson Contreras, Blake Sweetheart, Christian Bethencourt, Chris Herman, Ryan Holiday, uh, right field, Christian Bethencourt, Chris Herman, Matt McBride. Interesting. It's not very common, but Wilson Contreras seems to... seems to be... uh, pretty common for moving positions. 
Um, did you see this um, exhibition game that KU, Illinois, and uh, KU are playing this season in Maui? Yeah, I did. I saw the I saw the video. Well, it's not in Maui. Or okay, it's yeah, sorry, Champaign. yeah, for for Maui, for Maui. Yeah, I saw the. I, I assume that was that little FaceTime call was as about as set up as could be. But yeah, I well, I mean, I think it's legit. I mean, that's cool. I mean, good for them. I mean, they deserve it, man. Have you seen? Have you seen what's going on out there? It's pretty rough. It's wild. It is wild. Um, good for them. Good for good for Bill Self and and KU doing something. Doing something nice for the world. Jadavian Clowney signs with the Ravens. Yeah. Um, I take that back to AFC trying to contain Mahomes, man. I mean, okay, but is where does Jadavian Clowney rank? I know he was a fucking monster in college, but where does he rank right now? I mean, is he, he ain't heard is much he right that he that productive in the NFL? I mean, I don't think he has been. So, just a quick glance. Since 2014, in his career, he has... Hundred ninety eight solo tackles, forty three sacks since twenty fourteen. Thirteen forced fumbles. Uh one pick. That's there you go. Yeah, he's I mean he's not been his best year. Well, he's got three nine-sack seasons, 17, 18, and 21. Um, not, I mean, he's not an all-star, but... Well, for reference... Uh, He wouldn't have even been in the top. His his best three seasons, he 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 would have been at the ass end of the top twenty five in the league. That's where Baker Mayfield's gonna be. Uh, that would put him better than than bottom four. So I would still be I would still be coming away with the dub on that one, buddy. So I'm okay with that. It doesn't matter if he finishes 27th, still better than bottom four. So, um, so you know, hey, real quick, this just happened for about five minutes ago. What do you rarely see in Major League Baseball? 
Oh, God. I mean, there's a number of things, but I don't know. Tell me. Triple play. Yeah. Watch that video. Oh, I'm looking at it. Boom! Uh, Yandy Diaz didn't know what to do, bro. He's like, that is, that is so legit. Like, how did I not beat that? So Golly, <laughs> so legit. What's even more surprising is the team that turned it. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. have expected the Angels to be the the no triple play highlight reel, bro. No. No, that's legit. And just a little <laughs> follow up on that. The uh, Angels got a uh, no outs, 0 2 count, runner on second base currently. Oh, they'll find a way to screw it up. I guarantee it. Did Shohei start? Because if Shohei started, they'll find a way to screw it up. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, I that's how it works, right? You have the greatest player in the history of baseball, and you just can't can't win a freaking game for some reason. Who I still can't believe. I know we've discussed this before, not on a recording. I still can't believe they didn't do anything with him to get something in return. They sold out, man. Well, not sold out, but they. they There's they, no. Way, there is no <laughs> way. No fucking way. That he plays in Anaheim next year. No, no, almost certainly not. But the fact is, is, is I, okay, so the way I look at it is mad respect for going for it. It's not going to work out. You're not going to make the playoffs. But mad respect for not listening to all the naysayers and at least going for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, dude, sometimes you take a chance. It was risky. We knew it was risky when they did it. It was risky. You took the chance. It didn't work out. Just because we know now that it didn't work out or that it's almost certainly not going to work out doesn't mean you shouldn't have taken the chance. I think it's a good thing that they did it. No, I agree. I think it's a good thing they that I they agree. tried. Also, it lets the fans know, you know? I mean, that's the other thing about it. Like these a lot of these guys all these guys are losing Losing faith in that in that leadership in that um, in that that front office and you know again didn't work out but you've got a lot of guys or you've got a lot of fans that are excited you know that are that are happy that you did that because it means that you give a shit right if you want to put it that way because um, they could have sold they could they could dude. They could have, they could have the number one farm system in baseball right now, with what they could have gotten mm-hmm. for Shohei. But we, you know, we took a chance. We wanted to. We wanted to. We wanted to win now, and doesn't seem like it's going to work out. But props for taking the chance, man. I don't know. I respect it. I like it. I like it. I also like it because you feel bad for a guy like Mike Trout, though, right? I, I mean, I do. A guy who is a true ambassador of the game. Yeah, I mean, who's stuck in that shithole until twenty thirty one without a? Tr- I mean, unless he gets traded away or retires out. Well, it may just be me, but 
I don't know that it'll be a shithole. I think they I think they got some some good stuff brewing out there, man. I think that that, you know, they're not gonna be world beaters by any stretch, but were the twenty fifteen Royals world world beaters? Oh hell no no one knew who they Right, were. that's what I'm saying. So I mean you can do you can do great things with a with a <laughs> I'm not trying to call your team mediocre, team. but with a mediocre <laughs> team, I mean, you can you can do some good things with a mediocre team. They can put something together. Well, no, you can call them mediocre because go look at the, okay, the one that well, team they had one, two, three. I mean, three off the top of my head that left and went and got paid. Hosmer, he went and got paid. Mustakas went and got paid. Lorenzo Kane went and got paid. None of those three did much of anything notable after that year. So just for reference, 2015 Royals had the second best record in baseball. 586 winning percentage with 95 wins. I mean, I don't know. It was a good season. But the year before... What they do in twenty? I was gonna say, what they do in twenty? So the year before, eighty-nine wins, finished second in the division, and then the year after, uh, eighty, eighty-one and eighty-one, five hundred record, and finished third in the division. That's a terrible division. Oh, the division's awful. To be fair, just just a green truck dumpster. Yeah, the division is awful. I mean, if we're just being real, but. I just, I mean, they made the playoffs in uh, the year before and the year after. Playoffs, hell, they're in the fucking World Series two times straight. Well, but what I mean is, is on, on both sides of their win. Right. Actually, no, they didn't in 2016. My bad. I'm... I'm an idiot. Yeah. So the year after the year after their World Series win, they did, they basically didn't do shit. We're rebuilding. We're rebuilding. We've been rebuilding for, for ten foot. Well, for eight years. Thirty years. It's a thirty year rebuild. Calm down. I mean, that may be, but <laughs> it's Bobby Witts could be forty five by the time you're done rebuilding. Um. Yeah, that's, he can I mean, be a Hall of Famer who's never seen the postseason. He's, okay, him, him and Mike, Mike Trout. Trout. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Mike Trout signs the biggest fucking contract ever anybody's ever seen in 2019, and he's not going to see a playoff. Yeah. Speaking of the contract thing, I wanted to touch on this Bryce Harper thing, like. You know my relationship with 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 uh, Bryce Harper is a tenuous one. I used to not like him. Now I do. That AAV that that he got offered, that forty five million or whatever it was we were reading, mm-hmm. is insane. Oh, it's absolutely ridiculous. Insane. I just like that is 
Has anybody touched it? 45? Who's the closest right now? Verlander? Who's the closest? At what? I think he's at 40. 35. Uh, Hold on. Actually, that may not be right. Hold on. Um, forty-three. Forty-three. Uh, I know Scherzer's up there too. I think he's less than some Verlander, though. How about the damn Rangers, dude? Dude, I know, right? My God. So, so Scherzer and Verlander are both 43 million AAV. Judge is 40, DeGrom is 37. Those are the highest right now. Bryce Harbor would have, in 2019, would have smoked all of those dudes. And every one of those dudes got paid six months ago, eight months ago. Right. Uh, Bryce Harper would have smoked all of them four years ago. But hey, I don't mind. You know, I don't. I don't, dude. I don't blame him. The deal was for what four years? I think is what we read. I don't blame him. Take the take the take the Hell take man. the uh, take the eleven, dude. Take the eleven years. Get your uh, get your time in, bro. You know, good on you. No, I'm all for I'm all for Harper getting paid, having a long career. So, extra innings for Tampa Bay and the Angels. Otani struck out swinging to end it. Bottom what line. a scrub, dude. What a terrible ball player. Just what, like, <laughs> who strikes out in the bottom of the ninth with the game on the line? Who does that? Not Otani. Otani's terrible. Hey, give, me, give me the name of this Little League World Series kid that was chunking oh, straight I don't know his gas. real name. I know his nickname's Big Dummy. Let me look him up. I know, I know that, but find his real name quick because I've got the rosters pulled up and I want to have a conversation about it. Um, well, no, we don't need Big Al. Yeah, I know. He I know. Uh, his name is whatever that is. <laughs> got it, got it. See if I yeah, pull up this kid's rosters. stats, bro. Let's stat check this twelve-year-old who looks like he's twenty-two. Asia Pacific, right? Yeah. Yep. Fan Throwing freaking gas. This kid ain't on the roster I'm looking at. Um... See. Let us see. Um, so
they have. Yeah, I'm looking at the roster right now. Same website you're on. Okay. So they got they have a highlight of him. And I have a box score or something. This old boy's not on the game. Well, they got a highlight, but this old boy is not on this roster. Um, I don't, this is not what I want. Why am, why is this what? Oh, cause I'm, because this is the game schedule. Um, why is it? Check that link. Check that link. Yeah, I got it. I'm pulling it up. Unless I'm straight up overlooking him, which is entirely possible. But I don't see him. Yeah, he's right here. Scroll down. Scroll down. It's right here. You see it? I don't. All I see on your shared screen is your thing scrolling all over the place. Sorry. So go down to team roster. No, he's scroll right down. here. I don't need to scroll down. I, he's I, he's on the screen. Oh, because I'm looking at the thing I pulled up, not the thing you pulled up. That's why. Because I'm an idiot. Sorry. Um. I mean, I may I'm, I may be in a complete idiot and I'm missing him, but I don't see him on that roster. Yeah, he's not on this roster because this is. Yeah, because this is this is position players. There's no pitchers on here, except the kid who does both. The shortstop. But look. No, I get he's. I I know he's on there. Okay. I'm trying to get. Trying to get his stats, man. Trying to get his. Um, wonder how big this kid is. So, let's see. I know he's throwing MLB equivalent 110 mile an hour fastball, which is stupid. Third and four, wasn't it? I just saw one that said 110. No, no way, right? No way. Says Taiwan's Fan Chin June threw an immaculate inning in the Little League World Series on Thursday, topping out at 81 miles an hour from 46, 46 feet. That's MLB equivalent of 110 miles an hour. I don't buy. I'm not buying that. I'm more. In, I'm, I'm in the 104, 105 range. I'm good with that. But 110. That there's no way. So. Anyway, what I was getting at, my point to the whole this whole thing, was that there's people on the Arkansas Travel Baseball page on Facebook, just going absolutely berserk over the size of this kid, right? Yeah. Okay, these are twelve year twelve year olds. 
which I don't have yet, but he's close. And he's like 4'10", 4'11", like 95 to 98 pounds. So small, small, well, he's, he would compare to like number five of this team on this team roster, 4'11", 96. So that's, that's my kid, which I would call average. This kid, this number two is 4'10", 73 pounds. I mean, that's five foot 78, five foot 81. Um, Five five ninety nine. That kid's. I mean, he's tall. Five seven one thirteen. Five four one twenty five. Five seven one zero nine. Like five eight one thirteen. Like for twelve year olds, yeah, they're. I mean, they're big. But I pulled up the southeast region team of the U.S. Mm-hmm. to compare because I was curious. Okay. Four eleven seventy five. Five foot eighty. Four ten eighty five five one nine. They're not even five five three. Five four one fourteen. Five three one twelve. Five six one eighteen. Five three ninety four. Five four one oh six. Five eight one six. Five eight one sixteen at twelve years old. Five eleven one hundred and eighty three pounds. Oh what? At no way. At twelve. Five eight. 201 pounds at 12 These years These kids old. are as tall as me. 5'11 to 183. Number 19, Wright Martin. 5'11 183. And number 20, Trent McNeil. 5'8 201 at 12 years old. That's... That should be illegal. Should be illegal for kids to be that freaking tall, man. I don't agree with that. I think somebody should somebody should tell their parents. <laughs> I mean, what are, what are they drinking? You're 12 years old. You're five. Milk. You're almost six foot fucking tall. Drinking all that milk, man. No, they ain't drinking. They ain't drink, he needs some Drinking milk. some. He ain't drinking no Nah, they're drinking milk. freaking protein shakes or something. I don't know, dude. Was juicing. Yeah, that's... That's... Ugh. That's too big, man, for them kids. But I'm like, they're having a fit over how big this kid from Taiwan is. I'm like, have you seen the Southeast roster for this group? I'm mean, this is just a Southeast roster. I didn't look at the other ones. You know, them American kids are big anyway. My God, and I, I chose the Southwest specifically because they tend to be larger. Or anyway. er, are you talking about Southeast? Yeah, they don't a, yeah, Southeast teams. That's what I meant, if I didn't say that. But let's check the Midwest region, just out of curiosity. Well, I bet they're pretty big, too. 5'2", 88, 5'2", 55112, 53114, 52, 130, 54230. Five, 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 four, four, <laughs> okay. Kid plays first base, right? Come on, Riley Ellinger. First base and outfield, baby. Nailed it. That kid plays in the outfield? It, I'm probably right field. But yeah. 
I don't care what side of the field. He's 240 pounds at 12 years old. There's no way he should be playing in the outfield. Big boy. Big boy. That's... That's... Southwest team has a kid that's 5'9", 111. He's a beanpole. Well, yeah. This kid has a fucking mustache. Holy cow. You gotta see this. Show me. Look at number 15. Wait a minute. Why'd mine the end? No, I ended mine. No. Look at that kid in the middle. (laughs) That kid has a mustache. Yeah, that ain't right. Six foot one sixty one, five ten one seventy four. At tw- I don't know about this guy. He looks a little sketch. Coach Solomon. Huh. Freaking kids are huge, man. I don't know, dude. I anyway, just I digress. I just. Uh... Granted, I was young, but when I played, <laughs> I wasn't no fucking 5'11", 174. No, absolutely not. No, I'm not 5'11 now. No, not even close. Not even close. close. Oh. So you've seen Hurricane Hillary's about to ravage the West Coast? Oh, is that the word they used? Ravage? That's what I used. I used that word. You should be a reporter coming up with. Buddy, meteorologists are overpaid. Dude, that thing ain't even that big, bro. It's a fucking Cat 4, man. Nah, it ain't even that big, bro. Dude, I may be out there on Monday. You might get stuck on Monday. They're just going to... They're just going to tell me my plane's not allowed to land. Or take off. Well, if I take off, it's going to be from out here. I'm talking, well, are you driving when you get out there? Well, no, but I mean, if I have to land in Vegas or something, I mean, it looks like it's going right next to Las Vegas. Just based on this map. It's tracking. I mean, it could go somewhere else. God, that's not common, right? That's not a common place for for hurricanes that big to to run up. No, it's been several years since a major hurricane has hit the West Coast. Several years. I don't remember when they said it was, but... Yeah, they're rescheduling, so they've made the MLB games. Padres, Diamondbacks... We're doing a doubleheader tomorrow. Angels and Rays are doing a doubleheader tomorrow. Dodgers Marlins doing a doubleheader tomorrow. The I know this will shock you. The NFL has not moved their game yet and is still planning on playing uh, Sunday preseason game. Which where? 
Um, so far. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they might need to move that one. Currently scheduled for a 6.05 Central Time start. I mean, they're playing the New Orleans Saints. I mean, they're used oh, to the it. Oh, yeah, no, the Saints, they, they should be fine. They, <laughs> they're, no, they're good. They, they, they're like, why are we, why, why would you cancel the game? Y'all why would are, you move the game? Y'all are evacuating yeah, for this? this is ridiculous. Let's just play. Like, no, that's, no, the Saints don't give a shit. They're like, they're good. So I just want to point out that I just read this. So, not only did the Mets absolutely drill the Cardinals tonight, but Mason Wynn, who just got called up to the bigs. Who they were high on. Got his first major league hit, and Pete Alonzo threw it into the stands. Yeah, so I was going to bring that up. So... (laughs) Fuck that guy, first of all. Shitty, shitty move. But have you watched the video? No, I didn't see the video. I still don't condone his action. But he did make motion two to three times to throw it towards the dugout to where the Cardinals were, but nobody was paying attention. There was like three or four dudes on the first baseline including the first base coach, obviously, that he could have given it to. Instead, he just fucking yackerjacks this motherfucker into the first base stands. <laughs> I mean, I guess like, if you over tried. Over the fucking net, over the net, like 20 fucking rows up, just fucking heaves this damn thing. I mean, if he, dude, and he, he got tried to give it back. It. He got and... booed for it. Well, yeah, they were in St. Louis. I would imagine. I like Pete I mean, Alonso. That's that's disappointing. The dude, he but got I mean, he got the ball back. You know he got the ball back. Well, hundred percent, he got the ball back. But it's you know, is it's if he tried to give it back to him and nobody was paying attention, like you still could have just, dude, you could have tossed it to the dugout. I mean, you just roll it over there. You think like someone's gonna you gotta be over there to catch the damn thing? Yeah, that's not. That's. <laughs> yeah, that's it's still a dick move, I think. Um, you know, it is what it is. But I just thought that was funny. Like, hang on, you gotta. I need you to see this now since you haven't and seen it. So. And you're already, you're already freaking beating the snot out of him. Like, all right, here you go. Terrible throw. But look, just watch. It'll cut back to him in a second. Whoop! <laughs> Just says, "Fuck your ball, buddy." <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> I mean, he—that's a good throw. I mean. I may have been off yeah. in my 20 rows. That may have been closer to like 30, 35. Yeah, he he got rid of it. That's for sure. <laughs> 100%. 100% he got it back, though. They sent somebody out there to to figure out who got it, and and they got it back for him. 
So Jared Carabas, <laughs> Pete Alonso is getting crushed for chucking Mason Wynn's first big lead hit into the stands, but there's absolutely no way he knew it was his first hit, right? Spin zone. He just got the fan who caught the ball a bunch of free shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's 100%. 100% he did because they're, they're going to give that kid – they're going to give that person whatever they want. I mean, he might get that reason tickets for life or for the yeah. next couple of years. Anyway, well, you still suck ass. So, you know, it brings up a good point. I've heard several different um, people discuss it. What, what are you asking for? You catch, you catch, okay. Let's say it's not anything crazy. It's not like Albert Pujols 700, but let's say it's Mason wins first major league hit. What do you, what are you what are you asking for? Cause they're gonna tell you what they're gonna say, what do you want for it? I mean I for me, like in current situation, like living five yeah, to six right hours now, away from me a major and you go to a game, if me and you go to a game tomorrow, what what do you what and you and you catch I don't know, dude, like I don't know. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but the, just you catch somebody's first first career home run. Some some rookie gets called up tomorrow at a Reds game, and 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 you catch their first career home run. What are you asking for? I would ask for a. I would ask for obviously not that ball, but a signed ball, potentially a bat, signed bat. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask for like season tickets, but like knowing how little stretch. I'm knowing how little I do make MLB games like in person, like give me two tickets or four tickets for like two games a year. Two games to be named later. <laughs> yeah. Obviously right. not like, but- not like postseason stuff. Right, or anything like that. But like, well, you could probably get. I mean, you could still probably get postseason tickets because I mean they're usually could. pretty, pretty. So the 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 response that I've heard, and I feel like this is probably what I would say. Um, I want to meet the guy. I want to give legit. it back to him. I want to give him. I want to give him his ball back. I want to meet and him. nothing else. Why? I mean, why do I? You know, I mean, I don't think that I would. Okay, I'll put it to you this way. So if what we're if we're if you just made me sound like a complete fucking asshole. No, 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 no. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase because what we're talking about right now is we're talking about a guy's first hit or first home run or whatever, right? right. If you're talking about like judges sixty two or I'm Albert seven hundred, I'm asking for dude, the moon. I just want you to understand. For me, right. I'm asking for a life-changing amount of money. Oh, absolutely. Like, that is what I'm asking absolutely. for. And maybe you say that's, that's oh, that's an asshole thing to do, or that's, you know, whatever, or that's, you know, not in the spirit, or whatever. I don't care, dude. Life-changing. Life-changing. Because Aaron Judge not paying that. The New York Yankees, the Steinbrenner family is paying no, that. No, 100%. 100%. And, and the fact is, is, here's the thing. At the end of the day, this is what's funny about it. At the end of the day, He's getting the ball back, like yeah. I'm, I'm and, like a hundred percent, hundred percent. He's getting the ball back because at at the end of the day, if 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 you say no, 
Like, I'm not that type of, I'm still going to give you the ball. You're going to give me something, right? But I'm still going right. to give you the ball. But the fact is, is my initial ask for something like that, for Judge or for Albert, it's going to be high. It's going to no, be high. Well, like, the thing about it is, like, life-changing money for you and me compared to life-changing money for them is so many millions of dollars different. You did. You don't even have to hit seven digits for life-changing money for me. You barely got to hit six. Right. Hell, you really don't even have to hit six. Life-changing? Dude, give me 50 grand. That'll change my life. Right. Just 50 grand cash, no tax. Yeah. Cut no me tax. a check for 50 grand, and I will... You can have... Hell, I got another ball at the house you can have. I'll go get it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I got. A I'll sign that one somewhere. You. Yeah, yeah, I got a sharpie, man. I'll sign. I sign whatever you want. Fifty grand. Shit. But no, I mean, it's like the guy was it was it Albert seven hundred. The guy they offered him, they offered him something stupid. They offered him like it may not have been Albert. It may have been judges. I don't remember. Um, it was one of those two. They offered the guy like something ridiculous and he said no and he took it to auction and he got like half of what he was offered at auction um so i want to read you another karabas tweet the angels become the first team since the 1857 albuquerque string beans to hit a grand slam and turn a triple play in an extra innings loss that is some tungsten armo doyle type shohei is the one that hit right the, there. the grand slammy yeah they turned a so, six four three two in the fucking ninth and lost so uh, so I, th- this raises a good point uh, so i was reading this article the record for a game used ball at public auction is Maguire's 70 in 1998. Um, How much? Five? Three. Okay. Um, the judge... Um, oh, okay, 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 okay. So... The guy who got Judge's ball, they received an offer for $3 million. They had another offer for $2 million. And the guy apparently took those offers as this ball will be the highest price baseball ever sold. Um... And ended up selling it for one point five. So it was a collector that offered him three million. Um, so he sold it back to the team for one point five. No, he auctioned it for one point five. He 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 got an offer for three million, and he got an offer for two million. So he decided to take it to auction because he was under the impression that it would go for. I'm assuming significantly more than that. Uh, And he got half of his offer at auction, which don't get me wrong, dude, like 1.5. I'm not going to turn down 1.5. 
not a day of the week. I'm not so I'm not so stuck up that I would turn down 1.5 million because it's half of what I was initially offered. But if I caught it, if I caught it at the game, dude, I don't know. If it was something like that, if it was record setting, if it was like that, if it was Judges 62 or something, yeah, dude, seven digits for sure. Right? I mean, it's got to be. Have to. It's got to be. I think your offer is you before you even like, hey, what do you want? I think your initial offer is seven for something that's record setting. Yeah. But like I said, if it's I mean, a guy's, you, you're touching. You have something in your hands that is going to be in the Hall of Fame forever. What was the story? I don't remember the the. I don't remember the hitter, and I don't remember the the guy who caught it or anything like that. But I remember hearing the story. The guy caught a ball that was supposed to be worth a significant amount of money, but he never got it authenticated before he left the stadium. So there's no way to differentiate it from any other ball, uh, you know, that you would catch at a game. So he's just sitting on this ball that a hundred percent is the, is the, whatever the, whatever the deal was, whatever the record was or whatever. He's sitting on this ball that he can't prove is what it is, and so it's worthless. He's never got it authenticated. I think it's safe to say that if you catch, I would, maybe not safe to say, I would think that if you caught a record-breaking ball, that you're not sitting in the seats that you're sitting in currently for the rest of the game. I wouldn't. I feel like the, mean, I feel like the the home team. I feel like they would have to come get you. Just I mean, not only for the safety aspect, right? But one, they they want that bitch back quickly. So I think that your negotiations start damn near immediately. I would assume. Well, it depends on the record too, right? I mean, well, let's just call. I mean, call it. Uh, Call it Judge's home run. I mean, right, if he hits that at Yankee Stadium, you're probably, I mean, I'm not saying you're going to Steinbrenner's box, but you're you going, might. If that's you what might, you want. I mean, you might. <laughs> if that's what you asked for. You think that they would, you think that they wouldn't let you go sit with Steinbrenner for the rest of the game at, 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 instead of giving you, you know, 500 grand or a million dollars? Oh, instead of, or... uh, 100% they would. Like, he'd <laughs> yeah. that bullshit for. Yeah, let me talk to this peasant for an hour and a half, and <laughs> right, and I only come out of pocket. Yeah, like, yeah, no, a hundred percent. But I mean, I tell you what, I, I rescind my like the money thing would be legit, but I, I rescind that to an extent, depending on what the record would be. Okay, I would want. I don't know. It kind of sounds fucking stupid, but like, just use. I'm going to use Judge's home run thing in an instance where it would be a, like a, a a Royals player. Okay. Give me. Hell, I don't know. It's I'm I mean it's screwing yourself initially, but I mean ultimately. 
give me a couple tickets to a couple games a year, but I don't get charged for any concessions anytime I come there, whether I buy the ticket or don't. Right. It's still cheaper than, I mean, dude, it, they're still saving money. But that's the thing. A shitload of money. Right. I mean, they're still, yeah, they're still coming out ahead. I don't see why they would have any issue with that at all. The only issue would be logistically. How do we, how do you get to show up and go to any of the concession stands and just get whatever you want? And the people there, like, they're supposed to, everyone's supposed to know who you are. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Unless just give they give me a, just give me a Yeah, give me a card, man. Give me a, like, an employee, like, a give me a fucking lanyard with a picture ID that I can Stuff. walk around my chest with and just says, <laughs> yeah. I get whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that would be a good one. Like I said, my thing is, is, if it's record setting, like I'm asking for something for sure, a hundred percent. If it's a guy, if it's a kid, twenty two year old kid's first home run, let me get a ball signed by that dude, and let but me give, give it back to it. Let me give this ball back to this dude. I want to meet him. I want to talk to him. You know what I mean? I want to just yeah. shake his hand and say, "Hey," you know. I think that would be a better, especially because okay, here's the other thing too, is because. You can't really go if it's you're talking first home run, right? You can't really go over the top because nobody knows if that dude's gonna be good or not. Right. Like literally one year later that ball could be worthless because the dude just right. sucks ass. You know got DFA'd. Get, yeah, got sixteen DUIs <laughs> in the last year and he's un unemployable. Like the ball could be worthless. Yeah. You have no idea. So you can't ask for too much, but at the same time you don't want to be a dick about it. Like I think you like I said, I think if it's something like that, you meet the guy, you you say, Hey, you get a ball signed by him, and that way, dude, one day, okay, five years, ten years, fifteen years down the line, when that dude is a stud who's been in, in the league for a while, well hell, now you have a now you have a ball signed by him as rookie season that, you know. I mean, I don't know. It's just something cool, like it's not all about the money. If it's if it's seven hundred or if it's you know sixty two, like it's about the money. I'm taking the money. Give me get pay me, give me money. Right. But I mean, well, like hell, most... the, the this last postseason when Chad Henney threw his first postseason touchdown after his ninety eight yard drive that he threw a touchdown against Kelsey and Kelsey Pete Alonzo that motherfucking football into the upper deck of fucking Arrowhead. Not realizing it was Chad Henney's first postseason touchdown pass. Yeah, they went on the pod. They went on their podcast and like they got the damn ball back. Now I don't know what they gave. I don't know what they gave. They probably just some signed merchandise. I would imagine. Right. Maybe some. Maybe some cash. I don't know. It, they never disclosed any of that. But like they ended up getting that. They got that ball back, and they yeah. gave it to them on the uh, on their live show. Um, during draft week in Kansas City, which was legit. Well, I mean, there you go. I mean, that's, you know, like I said, I mean, that's something. Well, I don't know. With Chad Henney, it's, to me, okay, to me it's a little bit different because the dude's also been in the league for years. fucking years. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not like he's a. It's not like it's his not first like pass. A, or, but it, yeah, I mean, it's not like he's, it's not like he's been, first, it's not like he's been there for season. a year or two. No, I get that. But, I mean, still, the first post, I mean, it's a, not every quarterback gets to make one of them. 
No, a hundred percent. It's a legit achievement, but I think with football, it's a little bit different. Cause I mean, I mean, dude, we all know, like, what do they use? What's the average? They, they, they burn through like a hundred baseballs a game or 120 baseballs a game or something like that. How many footballs do they go through in a football game in an NFL game? Right. Over under 10. Under, right? I mean, it's gotta be like averages 120 baseballs during MLB game. Yeah, I know that was up there. Footballs in the NFL game are 12. Okay, so that was pretty close. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. You use a, you use a football a lot longer than you use a baseball before it gets replaced. Oh, the fucking baseball hits the dirt on a pitch. It's getting switched out. Right, yeah, the baseball. that baseball did nothing. <laughs> it the baseball, did nothing. Yeah. Probably didn't have a scuff on it, just a little dirt mark, but it's yeah, gone. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And that ball's, nope, nope, DQ, you're no longer allowed. Any foul ball that gets hit, it's done. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, if it, I mean, frankly, if it touches something other than the, the pitcher's hand or the catcher's glove, it's probably getting replaced. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I get it, but like, you got 54, out, 54 hours between the two teams in a nine inning game, 120 baseballs. So, yeah, you get a new ball every fucking out, essentially. Essentially, yeah. Or, or a damn close to. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a yeah, there's a lot of baseballs in a baseball game. I mean, there's plenty of opportunity. There's a whole lot that more are all rubbed down, all rubbed in mud. That's what's mine. Like, yeah, but okay, okay so the, okay, but how many teams are the there? Thirty, thirty, thirty. Yeah, thirty times one sixty two. Are you doing for the whole season? Yeah. <laughs> 500,200 well, no, baseballs. Well, no, it would be 15 teams because if there's 120 a game, that's two teams per game. That's true. So, so divide that you would two. only count it as 15, like 291,600 baseballs in a season. So 300, 300 grand, 300,000 baseballs. Yeah. A season. Dude, there That's might there might not be three hundred thousand footballs used in twenty years. Correct. <laughs> Correct. There might not have been three hundred thousand footballs Tom used. Tom Brady's since, probably not since. touched the football three hundred thousand times. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's crazy. The yeah. mud thing, though, I was listening to um, Dallas Braden talk about it, and he's, he makes an interesting point in that. Like these balls are are rubbed down before the game. They're they're they kept in these humid humidifiers or whatever, or hum, humidors, I guess. Um, dude, by the time the pitchers got hands on that ball, though, that mud's dry. Right. And dry mud is just dirt. Right. So the ball just has dirt on it. And it doesn't it's, necessarily it's grit. It, dirt is grit, but it doesn't necessarily make it easier to grip. I would argue it does compared to a brand new white ass out of the box baseball. I'm not saying compared to a brand new, I'm saying that there are 
you can rub that ball down with just about anything and and it's probably going to be better than the mud you put on it two hours ago you could probably put you could probably put water on it and it would be, be as long as it's wet like you could probably put literally throw anything ro- throw, throw the ball in the rosin bag well i mean the spitball bro i mean what was the you know why even do it if it wasn't effective you know right well, I say that. Baseball players are weird. They do a lot of things that probably don't affect the outcome of the game, but they have their rituals like, and stuff. Yeah, undoing your fucking batting gloves, unraveling your batting gloves every single pitch. I mean, I get, uh, I understand. You know, I get why. Speaking of, you see, wasn't Kyle Tucker the no batting glove guy? And now he's wearing batting gloves? Yeah. Everybody's like, you were the one, bro. You were the one. And now you you've gone, you've you've left us by the wayside to go back to those pesky batting glove using people. And yeah, I mean I don't know. Oh, while we're on here, did uh, Boomer have any more good uh, any 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 more good lists? Check out. He had a coach's swag list that wasn't really big on. Um, let's see. Top 10 cockiest college fan bases. Is Why is Colorado really fucking low? What does Colorado know. have to be cocky about? The, I mean, the only the, that is like the only they were they're number two because just since I mean, since fucking prime got hired you think that's, that's why reason. really 100 percent. that's the only fucking reason i don't know why how ohio state's number eight ohio state should be top four ohio state and and texas but texas is, is probably right where they belong ohio state should be up there i'm okay with miami and, and oregon on the list i don't know about ucf i don't know enough about ucf to know if they're cocky or not that is, seems is louisville kentucky is louisville cocky uh, they well in basketball they were. I don't know if they are now. Like they were so bad last year, so bad. What did they? How long did it take them to get their their second win? I mean, Shit. they were. It was it was bad. I don't know. Um, Yeah, okay. They finished two and eighteen in conference, four and twenty-eight overall. That is very bad. Very, very bad. They've got the top 50 head coaches with the most swagger. Yeah, well, Sam Pittman made uh, number 35, bro. I think, be I think he's pretty swaggy. Yeah, he should be higher. I'm uh, not biased at all. I don't think Nick Saban is number, should, has anywhere close to number six. He doesn't, he's not swaggy. You know what's funny, though? I like Lane Kiffin at five, I'll be honest. Absolutely. I like I like Lane Kiffin at number five. That's I think Sarkeesian should be higher than twelve. Yeah, probably. I like Beamer at nine too. Shane Beamer Shane Beamer's got a little bit of swag about him. 
Oh, Mike Gundy on there, really number swaggy. 21, buddy. He was too fucking fat to be swaggy. What are you talking about, my guy? I still got his phone number. <laughs> I guarantee you it's not the same. It's guarantee you it's not the same. It's probably not. Call it right now and let's see who we can talk to. I'm not calling Brett Bielema <laughs> right now. That would be... I got Brandon Allen's phone number, too. That's I bet his is the same. same either. No, I bet, I bet Brandon's is the same. I bet it is. That dude's um, Arkansas. Dude, that dude is that dude is is Arkansas everything, bro. He ain't getting rid of that. He ain't getting rid of that four seven nine. Shit. I tell you what. The, on. One of the one of the ones I do like is a couple couple down. The top twenty best worst stadium bathrooms. And yeah, I, agree I saw that worst number one wholeheartedly. Are they? I don't know if we did. We oh, go to terrible. the. I don't know that I went to the bathroom. We went to the KU game. Oh, I 100% did. 100% did. The funny thing to me is that all of the team, like one, two, three, four, five. So five of the top ten are Texas teams. Which is not to say that I think Texas has shitty bathrooms or anything, but it's just interesting to me that, like, what are they doing in Texas? You know their bathrooms are nice. Money. Tell me. Well, yeah, Money. okay. Okay, but if that's... Okay, so UNLV is number seven, so... Las Vegas. Money. Okay, yeah, Las Vegas. Not the university, though. UNLV, I mean... Okay, well, I mean basketball. But this is a stadium bathroom, so we're not even talking about basketball. Okay, Colorado State. Colorado State's number 10. And if you're talking about money, Oregon State, Oregon State at number one. Like, I'm not saying Oregon State's poor, but like you're trying to convince me that Oregon State, okay, UAB is in is it at number sixteen. So not only are we inside the state of Alabama, but we're like <laughs> the fourth best. We're, we didn't even have a football team five years ago. So that's why they're one of the best. It's brand fucking new. I don't know that. Did they build a new stadium when they got their team back? I have no idea. I don't know that they no, did. But that may not be true. So, so you know that the Wichita State Shockers had a football team that was playing crash and killed everybody on. I do know that. Yes. So in nineteen ninety three, down, bro. I know in nineteen ninety three, and I don't know what year that happened. I know it was a long time before nineteen ninety three. Nineteen ninety three, my mm-hmm. high school played in the state championship game, and I was the ball boy. We played our state championship game in Shocker Stadium. Okay. And nothing had changed about it. <laughs> no updates. I'm talking concrete bleachers. I mean, um, old ass metal. I mean, we had, because we, we had the home team locker room. So we had the Shockers locker room. And it was. I mean, bigger than our high school locker room, but the same same equipment, same shit, same metal lockers, same concrete benches. Interesting. Same type of showers. But you're also talking. Very I don't even. And when that happened, I don't even know what uh, they hell they may have been NAIA then. I don't even know if they were. I mean, were they? Um... 
Were they ever well, – what was the highest they ever were? I have no idea. In football, I have no idea. So, they were FCS. They were D1. What years? Oh, well, hold on. This is this is current. Um I don't know. You said current, did they bring it back? No, 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 no. The university is D one. No, it didn't I'm, I'm looking for specifically football. Um so Yeah, it looks like in 85, in 85, from 45 to 85, they were in the Missouri Valley. From, in 86, they were independent. So... Their last season, they were independent. Um, there's been talk about, well, I say there's been. There has been talk in the past about bringing the football program back. Uh, 2012. 2012, an attempt was made to begin a club-level football team in hopes of eventually reviving the program, though no official endorsement was given by the university. Wichita State's 2017 move to the American leaves it as the only full member of the conference which does not play football. Um, April 15, 2020, they, they uh, Kansas Board of Regents given Wichita State permission to demolish Sussman Stadium. So is it gone? Says the stadium is still used by the school's track and field, soccer, and lacrosse programs. No, no plans have been made for the construction of a new multi-purpose athletic facility. That's where I mean. That's where also so, the state, uh, Kansas State, track meet was held. A all time. KU's two and six, or uh, sorry, Wichita State is two and six against KU. No, really. KU's got a winning record, bro. Just saying. Might be the only team that they have a winning record against, but they have a winning record. So. Yeah, it looks. I mean, that is that's what we played. I say we like I was a part of the fucking team. That's where the that is the '93 stadium. Hundred percent. To what it is. Locker rooms were back under here on the north end zone, like right north of the uh, west side stands. Yeah. Going towards the parking lot. It was right under like that where the first level and the second level is different from the color of the stainless steel. It was right underneath mm-hmm. there. I mean, I'm- How would you like to go? Shocker Hall, baby. 
Dude, they were pretty good in basketball for a little bit. That's a pretty decent-sized campus for... Dude, some of these campuses would uh, would surprise you. So I drove by, um, I don't know if I told you, I drove by uh, Marquette uh, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Not very big. Yeah. Not very big. Um, it's basically... Um, let's see if I can find a picture of it. I mean, it is like downtown Milwaukee, but not downtown, I guess, but it's, um, so I'm gonna put it here. That's the URL for the picture that I'm looking at. It's very, very nice, yeah. but it's just not it very, very big. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some of these places, man, you know, maybe not have a good football team or maybe don't have a good, you know, sports program or whatever, but like their academics are really good or, or, you know, whatever the case may be. And they have bigger campuses than you think. I mean, look at the Ivy leagues, right? right? I mean, the Ivy league campuses are, may not be the best example, but the Ivy league campuses are, are awesome. But what, I mean, they've, what they've never, it's been a hundred years since they've ever been good at sports. And the only reason they were good at sports a hundred years ago is because they were the only teams doing anything. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, some of those school, I mean, uh, SMU dude, um, SMU's campus is, is awesome. Well, I mean, KU's campus isn't that big. It's, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of shit. No, KU's campus is actually kind of small. But it's, the campus is not very large at all. Right. Well, ASU, Arkansas State, and Jonesboro, I mean, it's, it's a decent, you know, decent sized campus. Um, it's not as big as U of A, but I mean, it's, it's pretty good size. Speaking of Kansas. I know I sent you that picture. What do you What do you think of that stadium renovation they're about to do? Actually, not a, it's not even a, it's a, well it is a complete stadium renovation, but also the surround they're making a what they're calling a gateway. So I don't know what all that entails, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know why I just wouldn't rebuild because, like we talked about, I mean you're you're literally. I mean, you're cutting your bowl in half. Yeah. So, um, on one hand, <clears throat> on one hand, I don't know why you're spending money on. I mean, I'm just to be just to be completely like frank about the situation. I don't know why you're spending money on a program that probably doesn't make a whole lot your football program probably isn't bringing in that much, you know, like that stadium was opened in 1921. It was the first stadium on a college campus West of the Mississippi and opened in 1921. Okay. So, so why not? granted it's over, it's 100 and 
two years old. So granted, it needs to be updated. Well, and that's not to say that it hasn't been updated before, but the fact is, is, is it's a lot of money to spend on something that's not going to generate any more money. Oh, you don't, know, you don't recoup that. Not if you're Kansas, you don't. No, yeah, you don't recoup that. Not, not that program. But the fact is, you could tear down Allen and build freaking Allen 2.0, and you would pay for it in two seasons. Yeah. I mean, which your football program is being supported by <laughs> by your basketball program. It's just it just is what it is. Although and I know you've be never fair, been to Allen Fieldhouse, but I cannot imagine the ticket price for the final game in Allen Fieldhouse. Oh, when they tear it down? I don't think it ever gets torn down. Do I think oh, they will rebuild it? So I think they – I hope I'm dead and gone. I don't think they – I think it gets to the point where they don't play basketball in that gym anymore. Kind of like what's that? What's the one in, in Fayetteville they don't play in? Uh, Barton. Yeah, they don't play in Barton. They don't play basketball in Barton. Uh, I, th- I could be wrong, but I think that's where the women play now. I thought the women played in. I said I mean I, I said volleyball. Volleyball plays in Barton. No, the women play in the. Palace oh no, Barton! No, Barton is is that's Little Rock. I'm, what am I thinking of? What's the? Holy shit! Um. Uh, what am I thinking of? So. Barnhill, that's what it is. Yeah, they play volleyball in Barnhill. They're, no, the women play. The women play in the palace. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Well, they played volleyball. I, they had a no, they had a game. I don't feel like it was terribly long ago where they played in Barnhill just for shits and giggles. I don't remember who it was against, but I don't feel like it was too terribly long ago. Yeah, it says. Um... It says uh, it was converted to a volleyball and gymnastics uh, facility um, where the volleyball and gymnastic teams have played there ever since. It also occasionally used for special events, concerts, graduations, and speakers. I see it being used something like that, but not even for more like a museum type thing, if you will. I mean... Fuck, that's where the game of basketball is essentially invented. That's where the rules are. Your first fucking coach was James Naismith. I think that at some point, I think you have to rebuild because you can't just keep – when was Allen Fieldhouse built? Was yeah, but James Naismith is from Canadian. I mean, you could argue that basketball was invented in Canada. You could, but they'd be wrong. Was well, invented by a Canadian – So they broke ground so, 1952. It opened in 1955. It cost, at the time, two and a half million dollars to build. I think they rebuild at some point and for a different arena, 
I don't think Allen Fieldhouse ever gets demolished while I'm alive. So Naismith invented basketball at Springfield College. Didn't have anything to do with Kansas. He was the. I okay. I'll give you that. I'm just saying, I'll Kansas like is in. It's not all it's cracked up to be, bro. Kansas kind of sucks. That's all I'm getting at. <laughs> I don't know why he, I don't know why you're getting so defensive right now, dude. Like that's, uh, yes, that's all I'm saying. Yes, I don't know why. Why you gotta be so hostile? Your 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 sport was invented by a Canadian in New England. Like, why are you so you know bent out of shape about it? Get over. What they pay? Uh, here, find this for me. What was James Naismith contract at Kansas? Oh, let's find out. Twelve dollars. Um, I don't. Ooh, probably can't. It was probably not even a thing. They probably because he wasn't just a basketball coach. I don't believe. I think they had to be. No, he was AD. I think too. Um, let's see. University of Kansas. Uh, well, he was initially, <laughs> they didn't hire him to coach basketball. They hired him to be their chapel director and PE instructor. <laughs> um, their common opponents were the Haskell Indian Nations University and William Jewell College. Haskell's in Lawrence. I don't know. I have a fucking clue where William Jewell is. Uh, the only big current Big Twelve school they played was Kansas State, and they played one time. He is the only coach in the history of Kansas basketball to finish with a losing record. Um. So. It doesn't say it doesn't say anything about his contract or anything like that. Um, but they did have a losing record as the head coach of the Kansas Jayhawks. So you know, only coach in the history of the program to do it because he was shitty at teaching basketball. So he had. There's a quote in here from from James Naismith that says, um, uh, "When he was uh, coaching Forrest Allen, before Allen became so Allen went to coach at Baker University. It says when Allen became a coach himself and told him that he was going to coach basketball at Baker University in 1904." Naismith said, you can't coach basketball. You just play it. That's a fair statement. That's why you have a losing record, bud. <laughs> that's, why, that's why you have a 478 win percentage, dude. Because that, that's, your, that's your, your, your mindset. Can't coach basketball. What a, what a horrible coach. What a terrible person. He should be ashamed. 
<clears throat> Let's go. Let's, Let's go, go to Allen Fieldhouse. Let's go. I'm looking at my calendar right now. I picked a game I'm out. Let me see if I'm working. Schedule. I've got the schedule. Well, let me pull it up too, bro. The last KU game we went to was in Waco, right? So, yeah. Um. Oh, dude, let's go to that North Carolina Central game. That was a joke. <laughs> joke. I was leaning more, more towards uh, Missouri on December 9th. That'll be raucous. Oh, they play they play Chaminade in uh, Lahaina. Yeah, I'm not going to Hawaii. No, 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 no. I'm just saying Lahaina is the city that's like currently destroyed. Yeah, they're in the they're supposed to be in the Maui Invitational this year. So how are they supposed to play it? I don't I don't know how I don't know if the that. Is that oh. on the University of Hawaii? Like, I don't know if that's... Bro, I know what we got. I know when we got to go. I know when we got to go. I don't know what day of the week it is. Let me pull up a calendar, but I know when we got to go. What? Uh, December 9th. Saturday. It literally says Saturday. I just said that. Missouri. Oh. Well, I wasn't listening to you. I was reading. Clearly, you're... It doesn't yeah. say Saturday on the fucking thing I'm looking at. ESPN, Kansas Jayhawks get a 23-24. Says Saturday, oh, see, I'm on December KU 9th, Athletics. I'm on KU versus Athletics. Versus Missouri, to be determined. Or we can go to Kansas City uh, and UMKC. Game. Negative. I don't want to watch it in fucking Kansas City. You want, you need to experience Allen Fieldhouse before they no longer play there. Why is it only giving me like it's not giving me it's I don't think they've set the the um conference schedule yet. Did they play in like three months? Like the season starts in November. Let's Google something different. And they all they have is up to December thirtieth? Open the season against Kentucky. All right, here we go. My my home team. Yeah, that, it has, that it has the opponents for the conference schedule, but not the schedule. Oh, that's last year's schedule. Um. So the five schools KU will face at home and on the road are Baylor, Houston, K-State, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State. In addition to these 10 matchups, KU will host BYU, Cincinnati, TCU, and Texas at Allen Fieldhouse and will travel to UCF, Iowa State, Texas Tech, and West Virginia. Um... Dang man, you hate to see that. You hate to see that 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 most recent games list. You just hate to see it. <laughs> you just you just hate to see it. Uh, 
I mean, a one point loss is never, you know, is never fun, but. Are you sharing your fucking screen? No. <laughs> no, I'm not sharing my screen. You know who you lost to, don't. Oh, I know you who I need... lost to. Yeah, you know, I don't need to share my screen. You know, you know who you lost to. <laughs> you know who's, you know who's, who's the better, uh, who's the better Kansas, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the our Kansas is best Kansas. I mean, that's just it's just facts, dude. Play in the Palace of the Midwest, buddy. What can you expect? I'm just saying. That's not where we beat you at, though. I know neutral court. It's all right. Yeah, all things being equal, and we still just laid down some hatred on them dudes. Man, wasn't even close, really. I mean, if we're being honest, it was really. It was really just a beat down. I mean, the score may have said one point, but that's just because we let you come back. I mean, that you know, was was all it is. I mean, we're just a we're just a better, more storied, you know, basketball program. Absolutely, hundred percent. We just we have more going for us. We have a better future. We have a better coach. We have better players. We make way more money because we're so much better at basketball than you are. Let's take this back to the beginning. In 1946, Kansas beat Arkansas 53-52. to Oh, dude. Full circle, bro. That's fantastic. I like it. I like it. 1961, Kansas 85, Arkansas 74. Uh, That's not as interesting. 1962, Arkansas 64, Kansas 62 in overtime. Yeah, beat down. 63, Kansas 73, Arkansas 60. 64, we played a shitload back in, in the, the day. In the 60s, yeah. 64, 65, 60, Kansas. 65, 81, what's 52, the, Kansas. What's the all-time record? All-time record is actually closer than I thought. What is it? Arkansas six and eight all-time against Kansas. Arkansas also oh, beat in 65-64 Arkansas. Yeah. In uh, in seventy played since is that the last time we played was 05? Yeah, last time we played before before this past season, yeah, it was 05. Wow. That was in the Maui Invitational, too. Dontel Jefferson. Hey, we're on a two-game win streak, bro. Yeah. Put that in the Guinness Book okay. of World fucking Records. Well, it's it's tied for our longest win streak against you, so... Let's see what the... I know that I'm asking for trouble by doing this, but... What are you looking at? I'm looking up the the Mizzou all time schedule or all time record versus Kansas. It's probably gonna be closer than you think it is. It's actually not. It's actually further away than I thought it was. Um, although there's a debate whether they've played 270 times or 269 times. Because that one really matters. I'm just saying there's a debate. I don't know what you want from me. Also, they have never met 
in the NCAA tournament. Because Missouri never makes it to the NCAA tournament. Oh, what did I just read? This this website is paywalled, but I just read something really interesting. So, okay, apparently they played in a postseason benefit game in 1924, and the final score was 15 to 14. Back in the old peach basket days, where you got to push a fucking stick through a hole to get the damn ball out. Are you subscribed to the Kansas City Star? Because I'm no. paywalled. Kansas City Star is garbage. Okay, well, KU lost that game, so just saying. Well, every now and then it happens. Wait, this web's okay, but this website is completely different. Oh, it's because it's the Missouri Tigers website. They don't want to. They don't want to. They don't want to put all the. They have an eight-game losing streak against you. They're three and twenty-five on the road. Against us? Yes. Yeah. They're the first game that you ever played against Missouri. Missouri won thirty-four to thirty-one, according to this. But I don't. There's no way this is accurate because it's. It says there's only. It says there's only forty, or fifty-two games. No way, right? We played way more than 52 times. You can't trust anything that comes out of a Missouri website. I mean, that's true. I agree. Um, so Missouri beat... <laughs> so their first two games, they played two games two days in a row against James Naismith, and they... Beat the shit out of you both times. <laughs> I'm just saying. He wasn't a good That's coach. Fine. That's fine. He may not have been. Clearly he wasn't. Okay, 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 okay. Hold on. I'm going to read this to you, okay? This is fantastic. So, 1909-1910, to each of the basketball teams had players from the team's football squad. Uh, Tommy Johnson for Kansas and Ted Hackney for Missouri. The players picked up where they left off from the gridiron, playing a rough-and-tumble style that some stories say caused James Naismith to exclaim when viewing the second contest between the two, oh my gracious, they are murdering my game. Kansas won both games. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. All right. We got a a new week of sports coming up. I appreciate Um, week two. Anything intrigue you about week two, or is it still just? It's preseason, bro. About trying to really, I, don't, I don't, I don't care about preseason. All, the only thing I care about preseason is making sure my freaking dudes that just got drafted stay alive. That's all I'm. That's all I'm hoping for. As long as, as long as nothing bad happens to any of my guys, because because, you know, when I draft a team, they're my family. So all these guys, man, you know. I got to text them, let them know. You invite, know them hey. for, invite them over for Christmas dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a good game, you know, don't get hurt. 
love you, you know, all that kind of stuff. Any so, big series in the MLB you're watching this week? You know, it's funny you, you ask that because I'm, I'm at that point in the season where most of the division races are pretty much set. Um, the only thing you're really looking at is the wild card. Um, and AL wild card is looking... It's looking pretty pretty slick because the fact is is the Mariners are on a tear. They are currently half a game up on the Blue Jays for the third wild card spot. You know I like Seattle, so mm-hmm. the wild card the wild card is really the only thing that I'm looking at. Um, Are they sweeping right Houston? They're going to sweep Houston? Is Seattle? Yeah. Hell no. They won the first one 2-0. They got two more, or at least two more. Yeah, I don't know who was pitching. Series that is. Today? Yeah. Um, Hold on, I've got it pulled up. Let me find the game. The winner was Bryce Miller. So, <laughs> yeah. The Astros pitched... Jonathan Patrick France, Kendall Graveman, and Jose Arquiti. And Jonathan Patrick France gave up both of those runs. So I'm going to so go out on them. Logan Gilbert and Framber Valdez. Yeah, Framber Valdez is in the is in the is in the running for the Cy Young. So I think I don't think they're going to win that game. Logan Gilbert's good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he can pitch. And the, the Astros are. I don't know if you call them. You know slump i mean they're not as good as they were last year but i don't know that i've (laughs) dude it's hard to bet against the astros it really is like it's it's hard to i don't know it's hard to say they're gonna lose um no i mean looking at the series i mean red sox yankees is going on um Start Monday, you got Mets Braves. That ain't gonna be anything because it's in Atlanta. That's not a series I care about. Um, yeah, I'm just looking. I mean, there's nothing really. Oh, we got a we got a banger starting Monday, buddy. We got a banger starting on Monday. Kansas City at Oakland. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. I'm probably not uh, watching those games. You probably can't. They're probably not televised unless you're in Oakland. I don't know. I bet I could find it. I bet I could find it. I just, I just have no desire to watch the two worst teams in baseball play each other. I don't blame you. Don't. Now, I will say the O's, the O's, and the Blue Jays play next week or this week, and that will be. A important series for the Blue Jays. Hope they lose every game. Yeah. Because I want the Mariners in the playoffs for two years in a row. Roads. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's nothing really that stands out this week um, to me. 
I mean, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of bad teams playing against bad teams and a lot of good teams also playing against bad teams. So, like, there's not really... I don't know. The Braves the Braves and Giants. Braves-Giants is probably... If you really had to pick two of the better teams that were playing each other this week, Braves-Giants is probably going to be a good series to watch. Um, but, yeah, no. I mean, the, I'm, I'm really... Good news? You want the good news about this episode and the next episode? What's the good news? This is the last episode... That we have before college football starts. And our next episode will be after the first games of college football. Thursday? Saturday, the twenty sixth. They don't they don't have midweek games this year? Not not before next Saturday they don't. Now the thirty first of August or yeah, August thirty first they do, but not before the twenty sixth. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm looking. So, okay, so Saturday. So by the time we're recording on Saturday, some of these games, most of these Saturday games will already be over. Is there anything mm-hmm. good on Saturday? I think your most intriguing matchup is Navy at Notre Dame. I don't think so. I don't think so. Scroll further down. Who are you looking at? Oh. oh I don't have the full beat. lineup. Uh no, it's not on Saturday. Never mind. That's you looking at the Thursday matchups. No, they count Week One as this Saturday and next Saturday. So I was looking at oh, next this, Saturday, the, the second. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't realize next Saturday. Saturday. I think your most intriguing matchup is Navy Notre Dame. Well, Hawaii Vanderbilt is not intriguing to me. Clemson, Clemson Duke should be decent, but that's on the fourth. That's on Monday of the week after next weekend. Um, we can't talk about. I mean, we can talk about that next week, but I'm talking about finished football. Finished by the time we record next, there are, there's only two games next Saturday. Nobody. There's one, two, three, four, five. Six, there's seven. Uh, okay. Well, it's only showing me Navy, Notre Dame, and San Jose, USC. So you got Navy, Notre Dame, Utah, oh, Jacksonville State, I'm of the freaking top twenty-five. That's why. UMass, New Mexico State, Ohio, San Diego State, Hawaii, Vanderbilt, San Jose State, USC, and FIU. I get it. I get it. I'm stupid. I get it. I get it. I'm. I'm Take dumb. Me to fucking Kentucky. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. I'm dumb without telling me I'm dumb. Look at your. I don't know. Law Tech, FIU. That might be. You know. Might be decent. I like how every game on this list. So, are you looking at the ESPN list? Yeah. Every game on this list: Navy, Notre Dame, UTEP, Jacksonville State, UMass, New Mexico State. Every game on this list, the tickets are fifteen dollars or more, except for Vanderbilt. Their stadiums in under renovation. They don't have a north end zone right now. Yeah, but dude, if I can go to a college, a, an SEC football game for eight dollars, I'm going. You know, is I mean? Vanderbilt really an SEC football team? It's three hours away from my house. I will be there. No, you won't. You're right. It's at six thirty. That's too late <laughs> in the day. It's too late. I wouldn't be able to record this. I wouldn't get home till two o'clock in the morning. 
I don't know though that. Um, but I think we do have some intriguing shit to talk about on our episode after next Saturday, on Friday the first. We got Stanford Hawaii. We've got Kansas football starting up. Oh, who cares? You're playing Missouri State, and Bobby Petrino's not even there anymore. So who cares? I'm just saying. I just want you to know. I just I'm just gonna point this out. If you lose that game, like I don't I don't know what I'll do, but it's not gonna be great. We can go to it for seventeen dollars. Let's go. <laughs> I gotta work. <laughs> <laughs> we could do live we do a live show in freaking Lawrence, man. Actually no. No, no, no. At the high V. No, I do work. Yeah, I do work that weekend. I work the weekend of the second. What time is that Arkansas Will game? You... That might be bad for me. Uh, three o'clock. Yeah, I'll be all right. Western Carolina. We start the season in War Memorial. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, the one and only game. Well, yeah, but who thought that was a good idea? Speaking of War Memorial, real quick before we end this, let me get to it. Um, have you seen the Little Rock Touchdown Clubs lineup this year? No, but they're usually they're usually killer. They're usually knock it out of the park. So tell me. Into it. All right. So. Tuesday starts Tuesday. Sam Pittman sold out last week. Yeah, of course. Week two, Laura Rutledge. Oh, okay. Week three, Peyton Manning. <laughs> okay, okay. Week four, Tony Dorsett. Okay, all right. Yeah. It's no Peyton, but. Week five, Hunter Yurchek. That stands six, to reason. Peyton Hillis. Which will sell out because he just damn near he died. almost died. Yeah. yeah. Uh, week eight, Jim McMahon. Okay. Week nine, Butch Jones. Week Why? Because he's A State. I don't care. It's Butch Jones. Week ten, Jackie Sherrill. Week eleven, Nathan Brown from UCA. Week twelve, Chris Doring. And then you stay with the SEC Network in week 13 with Alyssa Lang. Okay. Then you got Ryan McGee from Marty and McGee. David Cutcliffe. And then to round out the season, this is an or because they don't have a commitment from either one yet. Kurt Warner or Reggie Bush. Get Kurt. Yeah, 100%. Get Kurt. 100%. 100%. Got to, man. Not a bad lineup. I don't think it's as good as it has been in the past, but Peyton Manning. I don't know, dude. Day. Peyton. I don't know. I'd like, to, I'd like to go to that one. Yeah, I didn't 100%. Have to, if I didn't have to get up and go to work, I, I'd, I'd, go, I'd try to go to that one. 100%. That, one's, that, one's gonna, that one would be good. That's the only one. That's the only one that I would like drop what I'm doing to go to. But, I mean, I would definitely go to it if I lived close. Yeah. 
Yeah, dude, that's no, nah, that'll be a good one. It'll be a good season. I mean, it'll be a good year for it. I mean, all the everybody but Butch Jones on there is a solid, solid speaker. So, all right. Well, I guess we'll see what this weekend sports brings us, and we'll uh, reconvene next Saturday. Oh, Friday. Saturday. That's what I meant to say. You've gotten so fucking stupid moving east. Uh, You know what? I hope you stub your toe on the way out. I probably will. All right. We'll holler at you. All right. Love you.